gosh dang it, I really like a good advent calendar. I'm always happy with them. Hello, welcome in everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. I am Greg, and I must admit, this episode is going to be a whole lot less muscular than normal, but we'll get into that in just a second. I am being joined by the buff, as always, Coley. Coley, how's it going? Woo woo! That's good. How are you? Good, good. You pumping some iron over there? Always, in the form of beer. Yes, exactly. It's it's aluminum, not iron, but you true. Know. But you know, there's some weight behind it. So those 16 ounce ones work better than the 12s for my curls. It's true. And every yeah. now and then you get those 32 ounce tall boys out, don't you? I <laughs> only for shitty bets that I uh, get dragged into. Get dragged into. Yeah. Yeah. Go back a couple episodes for that one, everybody. Uh, all right, no flex today. He is under the weather. Uh, he has uh, not gone to the gym for days now, which. I'm sure everyone has put out a missing persons report in uh, Milwaukee (laughs) over there. They're very worried that they haven't seen some guy without his shirt on in the 30-degree weather. They figure something must be wrong. But also helping to fill those shoes all the way from not that cold Bakersfield, California, Chris Bratton from the I Like to Like Things podcast. Chris, how's it going, buddy? Going good. You know what? I got friended by Flex uh, the other day. Or, or he started following me on Instagram, and I'm like, that's a lot of shirtless pics. And uh, <laughs> so now, <laughs> yeah. but then, I, oh, crap, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you just see the pictures real quick, like, wow, guy <laughs> likes his shirt off a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hey. this male model that just followed me? Right, 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 right. If you got it, flaunt <laughs> so it. That's right. Yeah, I'll I'll flex I'll flex enough for us. Should I take my sh- Am I supposed to take my shirt off? I didn't know if I was filling in for that. So this feels I mean, that's, awkward. We'll leave that up to you. I'm I'm fresh out of singles, yeah. so it's your call. We'll uh, <laughs> leave that one up to you. That's right. <laughs> I might have a few in my wallet I can pull out. So yeah, Making up a, to you. Making a drizzle <laughs> right. over here. Yeah, it's sprinkle. It's a sprinkling. <laughs> it's sprinkling. It's a light storm. I don't think I even have cash in my wallet. I never carry cash, and my dad makes fun of me for it. And because, like, my dad is like cash only. We'll start Venmoing you one at a time. It'll it'll be a really <laughs> slow process. <laughs> really uneventful. Something like this is the phone. Like, <laughs> oh, another one. <laughs> another one. Oh man! All right, so uh, much to get funny. to. We we don't want to uh, waste too much time with our nudity. So. Uh, before we get into anything, Coley's <laughs> going to give us a review of what she's drinking over there. But Chris and I have a similar motif with our beers. We've got some uh, ludicrous libation laws to get to. We have a voicemail from the homie Chew Your Beer. I'm excited for that and a little bit of booze news if there's time. So let's crack right in to some hydration. Oh, what beer are you loving? It looks healthy. Oh man, it looks like it looks like orange juice or like mango nectar. And you know, oddly enough, it's Bistro Grande Mango Cotton Candy by okay. um, Energy City. <laughs> and um, it really tastes healthy. That's it's a mouthful, <laughs> right? It's a sour fruited Berliner Weiss. It has a rating of four point two on Untapped, so it's up there. Eight uh, percent ABV. And it just says heavily fruited Berliner Weiss with mango and cotton candy added after fermentation. 
I will tell you, it just tastes like um, carbonated mango nectar. But I, I mean, I don't get any of the cotton candy. I don't even really smell it. It's very mango heavy, but I love mango, so I'm really not mad about it. Yeah. And what did you mm. say the ABV was on that one? 8%. Whew. So it's decent. It's going to get me good and toasty before I yeah. go to some dinner with my mom. <laughs> I always need that kind of toast before I hang out with family, too. Right? It's, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. So this is perfect. <laughs> You've had a couple. I think you brought over Energy City one of the last times you were over here. I might have, yeah. They do some They're, good food I, and stuff. They really do. And I get them courtesy of Tavor, of course. So mm, uh, cheers to Tavor. Tavor. <laughs> this, is a, this is a really delicious one. I feel like super healthy. It does look like orange juice. Like, that's what I thought you were drinking. Like, yep. oh, I thought this was a beer podcast. That we were going to talk about beer. And they're like, oh, orange so juice. So I didn't want to say good. anything, but I'm, yeah, I'm sober today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got to get that vitamin C in. We did a lot of drinking over the weekend. It's very true. <laughs> we were up till 3 a.m. Sat- we'll get to that. Um, all right. So, first of all, sounds delicious. Next. Thank so, you. So, uh, Chris is here. Like I said, he's from the I Like to Like Things podcast. If you remember a couple months ago, I was on the show. It ended up being all about home brewing. And uh, Chris did a great job of asking me questions. I didn't know I had the answers to. <laughs> we were we were talking, and and it just he kept asking me like, man. "Oh yeah, I, I guess I know that." It's funny when I when we got done, my wife was like, "I could kind of hear you talking." She goes, "I'm surprised some of the answers you came up with." I was like, "So am I." <laughs> Go me. <laughs> so, um, but it was a lot of fun. It was it was nice being challenged. Yeah, you you gave like when we were done. My you know my wife Elise does the podcast with me, and afterwards and we do our homework and everything. When she was done, she's like, wow, that is one of the most informative episodes we've ever done. Like, wow. like it was laid out. We had clear instructions on what to do. It was super easy. Um, we had a blast. So it was, um, yeah, you did. You, you absolutely nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and just quick little uh, backstory on your podcast. So every week they talk to somebody who's an expert or not maybe an expert, but uh, enthusiast in a topic. The first one I ever listened to enthusiast, was a yeah. professional. Yeah. It was a professional wrestling uh, fan who who got you into to watching wrestling. And so then afterwards they do the activity or the hobby or whatever it is. They try it out and then they do a follow-up episode. Him and his wife do a follow-up episode as to the results of what happened. So um, it took a while because brewing is not a quick process, but you guys did brew yourself a beer and uh, went through the whole process, right? Yeah. So that one, this one was a funny one because usually like we, we record and then we do our homework, like certain, like we have, sometimes it's a TV show we've never seen. That one's easy. You just watch the show. Sometimes it's things like as more active, you know, like we had a cricket episode. Uh, and so like we had to, I had to order a cricket set and I, we went out and played cricket and learn how to play cricket and your Amazon history must be so skewed. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's a, you it's nailed a it. funny That's... one. Yeah. So it's like one week it's one week, one week it's brand new knitting needles. The next week it's a cricket bat. So it's just good. But yeah. So for yours, we, you know, it took a little bit of time. Um, so we just popped the top on the, on our beer that we brewed. Uh, you know, two weeks to ferment in the in the growler, another two weeks to be in the in the bottles themselves. So it was a four week process, and plus we had to wait because we couldn't we because we, we me and you and I recorded in summer Bakersfield. It's one hundred and seventeen degrees, and right. so we cu- we could not guarantee any place in our house was going to be good enough to be like a constant temperature. 
that was pretty much it. And so like that was something that we talked about was like temperature. And I know people brew things in the summer, but like here where we were going to be able to keep it and everything, it's just like there's just no way that that closet at some point wasn't going to reach like 110. Yeah, I feel you. I don't brew anything all summer long. Yeah, yeah. Because like the only if we would have kept it in our bedroom, <laughs> like that would have been the only place that we would have known that could have been like a properly uh, uh, temperature controlled area is the bedrooms or like our oldest daughter. Here, baby, just don't touch that. Okay, it's gonna bubble for a little <laughs> bit. Don't touch it. it. Like it's oh no, it exploded. Uh, but it was it was a ton of fun and uh, we really enjoyed it. We brewed a. You want me to? Go into what we brewed, or you want to say that for a little bit later? Sure, no, let's let's uh, let's get right into it. So we brewed a, a, a Hef. We that's one of my favorite beers to drink. Uh, my wife Elise, same. She she's a big fan. And so we, uh, Greg, in our episode, we, you talked about doing five gallon batches. The kit that I bought was just a one gallon. Um, because like like I because yeah, I didn't know if I was going to be good at it, if we were going to enjoy it, or you know, we go into every episode wanting to be a fan, and we loved it. We want to make this a regular thing, so we probably will upgrade to a five gallon. But for now, just doing the one gallon is super easy because we have all the pots and the and everything. But um, we went through. Uh, it's called Craft a Brew. Is the this is the mm-hmm. brand that we went through. Um, it was a forty forty dollar kit, and it came with uh, everything to be able to do it again. Uh, and then you can just buy, of course, like the malts and and the yeast and anything else that you need to do, and they just do it in packs and everything. Right, right. Um, but it, uh, we were shocked at how, and uh, we said this on our response episode, how easy and both difficult it was to do. It was it's such an interesting uh, process because, like, uh, my wife said, "Wow, we just did tea. We're basically just fermenting some tea." If you really think about it. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, wait, is this kombucha? It's like, no, we'll just make it it, joking, but yeah. Uh, And so, because like, yeah, anyway, our house smelled amazing. Uh, Making that little tea bag out of of the cheesecloth and everything was was a blast and watching it go. And so so the hard part was like, okay, you are focused on that temperature. That was, that, that, like, you are like making sure everything is sanitized. And then sanitizing is crazy. Like, Every step of the way. Like, that actually is what mm-hmm. my wife was doing most of the time. Just like, okay, I'm going to be sanitizing this. You watch the temp. And I, uh, they, it came with a little, like, thermometer. I have a probe thermometer that I use. We have one that we use for, for like, uh, smoking meats and things like that. And so it was oh, yeah. a lot more mm-hmm. accurate. And so we were able to keep it. And so just, I was kind of sitting there with the, with the knob, just kind of, like, going up, going down, going, like, I looked like a mad scientist the whole time. Just like, <laughs> yes, it'll be, come to life, my pretty, the, just, uh, but, um, it, the whole, it was a ton of fun. Um, we talked about it, that we'd like to have brewing, uh, like, date nights, like, do a couple's night oh, yeah. with, with other people. And um, since it was such, since we only are doing a gallon, it's not particularly big, but, like, uh, my wife said, Let's do like some charcuterie. Let's get some, let's get, or like order a pizza or something, depending on what we're brewing. And then we'll have the last of the beer from the, our last batch and just kind of like move it forward and everything. Um, but yeah, she got super into it, really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. Well, and you were so smart by starting with a hef. It's it's an easier style to start with and it's a yes. cheaper style because there's very little hop to it and hops are always super expensive. Oh, yeah. It, the, the packet, it was tet, tetanang. Tetanang was what it was yeah. was the hops for it, and the only thing I wish I did is I I wish I didn't put the hops in till later, and then that's just something you know trial and error. I think it's a, it was a delicious beer, 
It actually has a nice fruity finish on it. At first, I almost had that almost that piney, almost IPA feel to it. That's why I think I left the hops in. I think I put the hops in too early. Mm. I think I should have waited till later. But then, as you drank it, the sweetness of it that washed over was so wonderful. I ended up really, really liking it. I consider it maybe a little more, slightly more pine. Uh, Blue Moon is probably the closest way that I could do it. Like as Blue Moon, yeah, oh. that's that's probably the best way I can describe it. Yeah, um, okay. not quite as sweet, but the but the finish is very sweet. So it's it's an interesting contrast. So I I really enjoy it. So did you process question? Did you add um, sugar into it for carbonation? Did you add sugar into the whole thing, or did you do those little tabs? So we took out of the growler, we we racked it, and, and I siphoned it out into. Uh, about I think it was two cups of water. Uh, yeah, I, I I have it written down, but it's two cups of water and two tablespoons of sugar. Okay, that had been dissolved in and everything. So I siphoned it out. I you'd actually messaged me and said don't filter it, and so I didn't. But the way that I was able to siphon and rack, I I had very very little sediment in the bottles when yeah, I yeah that's I the best way to do it because so you, like, you still have enough yeast to like help uh, carbonate everything, and it's a have you don't want it mm-hmm. to be clear anyways. But uh, you don't get the chunks no. at the bottom. It's a, it's a nice. It's it's the best way to do it, I think, especially for like a half. Yeah, racking the doing the whole siphoning process that actually was hard because we're like, okay, well, we got to get it going and you know. So, but it, that was it was fun. it was a fun part. But yeah, so we siphoned yeah. it into a into the back into a big uh into a big pot that we uh, boiled sugar and 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 everything, right. and then back into the bottles. And actually, when I did that, I did just do a funnel. And just kind of poured it in and everything. Because it was just like, oh, I don't want to try and do the racking all over again. <laughs> but, of course, sanitized everything like you're supposed to. Sanitized a ton. And then we That's used the... 95% sanitizing. Um, the... What, Grolsch? Is that what you call them? With the, the little... Yeah, I think the so. The little... Yeah, I think that's what it was called. And uh, so I bought these. They're 16 ounces, And I bought a whole bunch of them. And uh, with a whole bunch of the little uh, gaskets and everything that you can use. Yeah, they're just the the kind of classic old school pop top bottles. Yeah, and I I love the look of them. I I love the like the feel. I love that like when you pop it, it feels like uh, it feels like you know you're popping champagne is what it felt like. So when when it it's like I'm (laughs) I'm looking at it and I expected to see bubbles, but I guess I. Don't know why I expected to see. I mean, I saw some at the very beginning, but like, I guess you don't, when you have a beer, you don't see a ton of bubbles. So I, I thought I screwed up. Anyway, pulled the, pulled the top, you know, champagne pomp and everything. Uh, could not have, it was like I had a, a new, a new baby. Look at my baby. Um, <laughs> it's music to my ears, that yeah. pop. Right. But the, the pride I felt was, was beaming. Like I was beaming with pride. Like, uh, like oh, my wife, same thing. Like we did it. We, we, we did it. This is a four weeks of work, <laughs> but yeah, the, the process, the, the, the fact that like the, the small amounts of ingredients make something so complex blows my mind. Yeah. So that's the simple part. This is like, it's just a few things. And then you get so many different variations on that. Anyway. I'm now I'm a super fan. So there's a mead <laughs> sale that's going on right now for mead, and so I'm thinking I might order it because we're about halfway through our bottles. Um, so it's like, <laughs> nice. oh, I've we never can done start mead. our mead now. Yeah, it's always something that being a big old nerd like me, 
um, that you know, the Lord of the Rings and everything growing up, and <laughs> it's just like ah, oh, mead, yes, and like you know, all the different like fantasy novels I read. So it's like I try. It's pretty good. It's not great. It's fair, but I think I just I I've had it. I've I've had bad mead and I've had good mead, and I liked the good mead a ton. Um, hated the bad mead. It was very bad. So it was basically like cough <laughs> syrup. Is what it tasted like. Oh yuck! Uh, uh, yeah. So we named it. I like to like beer. That's what we call it. Nice. <laughs> number one. I like to like beer. Number one. Nice. Um, yeah. So I know we talked about the process, and you you talked about the the flavor a little bit. I want to get like your your full review of it. The one thing I want to say is it's super cool. You're saying how how simple yet complicated it is, and how one little thing can tweak it. Like just talk about the hops. If you'd have put those hops in 15 minutes later of your hour long boil you would have had a totally different result in the amount of pine you're getting at the beginning and just that Absolutely. kind of stuff what I love. Yeah. And like, it wasn't, um, it's definitely not unpleasant because I, I, I've mentioned it before. I do not like IPAs at all. Like I, I, I can't handle them. I don't enjoy them. So at first I was slightly worried. I'm like, oh no, I overhopped. And I'm like, shoot, all that work. It just, it's just a, a, a slight bitterness at the beginning. The finish is so nice. And actually, I will have to say, as it sat in the bottles a little longer, like the first bottle we opened was more like that. The second bottle yeah. wasn't as piney, but I'm not quite sure how long those seals will last. So I probably should drink the rest of them. <laughs> so yeah, drink, oh, drink darn. it because the seals. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna drink yeah. all these. Um, all right, so I mean, you getting the bananas, you getting everything you should be getting out of a half. How would would you buy this off the shelf if you saw it? Yeah, I would. Uh, my wife said no. Um, she, she, she likes it. No. So, so here, here's what she said. Yeah. Cause I asked her the same question. Like, would you buy this? I said, I would buy this. I, I would, I think I would enjoy it, especially if I was having, um, cause I feel like it's lighter than a normal half. It's not as thick. So like, I feel like this could be like a, uh, like a, like a, like a dinner beer. If, if that makes any, mm. I don't know if that's the proper, like you could drink it while you're eating. Because, like, sure, yeah. I can't, like, uh, we, we talked on my show, I love brown ales. I can only drink a brown ale just when I'm just drinking a brown ale. I don't want to have it at dinner. um, So, or or with a meal or whatever. So, but that's what I felt like. It's like I would totally order this with kind of whatever I'm eating. Um, but she, she would prefer something. Uh, the bitterness at the beginning actually did turn her off at mm. first. So, that's what she said. She says, like, it finishes good. Probably need to put some more orange in it, and then, uh, <laughs> then I would order it. So it really is a blue moon. Yeah, she's not a huge beer person. She's a big grapefruit shandy fan. Um, that's her oh. like that's her jam in the summer. Yeah, Line and Kugels makes a really good grapefruit shandy. I've had that one. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's really yeah. Tasty. I do I do enjoy it. My done some damage on that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. And when we make our own, we'll make our own too. And so I feel like this type of beer would lend itself really well to any type of shandy that you were going to make. Mm-hmm. She likes a good, like this would go well if I mixed it with a pear cider. Mm. Pear cider is really popular here in, in Bakersfield. Um, so they mix it with a lot of different things. Like Guinness. Guinness is a big one that they would do. Guinness and pear cider is huge here. Oh. Interesting. That's, ooh. Yeah, they call it a snake bite. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, their, yeah. I've heard of it. those. Yeah. I think if you're over in England, it's Guinness and like harp or something with two drops of, oh, what's that berry? I'm totally blanking. Elderberry. My wife loves it. Current? Yeah. Uh, current. That's what it is. Current. 
Um, yeah. She loves those. She lived in England for a while. And she's like, I hate the, the snake bites in the States. They're so much better in England. Well, I remember like even just in um, Ireland when I was with my friend Sarah like 16 years ago at this point. But um, she wasn't a huge beer fan at the time. So just Guinness was a little much for her. So mm. they put black currant berry juice in it and she was able to drink it. It was almost like a 50-50. And yeah. honestly, me just being the purest that I am and loving beer it was pretty damn delicious. Like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't order some of those. So. <laughs> yeah. It was good. You know, shandies are just kind of in my blood. My whole family's from Germany. So, like, how do you how do you drink big, thick German beer during the summer? Add some juice to it. Now it's healthy. <laughs> just like you're drinking your orange juice. You're drinking your orange yes. juice, boy. So mm-hmm. I'm drinking a smoothie tonight. <laughs> but health yeah. first. With the Hef, um, I, a friend of mine came over to drink it with me. He, he was shocked at how... Uh, Little sediment was in it, but like still had a nice yeah. knot. It wasn't clear, but he was shocked. He's like, "Wow!" I he says he actually asked, "Like, did you run it through like a coffee uh, filter?" Like, no. And so, um, but there is a little bit of sediment, but not much, um, which I feel really proud of. But yeah, a little bit of banana, a little bit of orange in there, like almost like a citrusy sweetness at the very end. I would actually do this again. I would just add the add the hops, um, probably maybe 10, 15 minutes later. And then I, I feel like that would be um, it. Nice. Um, I'm going to dig into this homebrew I have from our new friend, Andrew, from over uh, at Naughty Pine. But do me a favor. Before we forget, tell people how they can find you and find the show and and give us all those informations. Yeah. So I host the I Like to Like Things podcast. We come out every Monday. Um, you can uh, We're on all podcatchers. The, the logo is a whole bunch of thumbs up. Is all is what it is. So it's a whole bunch of thumbs up. It's actually a a drawing of my of me, my wife, and our two daughters. It's our it's our thumbs. So nice. uh, oh, that's cute. Yeah, uh, but you can find us on Instagram, Twitter at like two. That's the number two. Like two like things. And uh, if you listen to Greg's episode, it'll be it's called Hoppy Hour. That's what it's called, Hoppy Hour. That's if you if you want to if you want a touchstone for that. Yeah, come get Perfect. nerdy with us if you haven't listened already. Yeah, uh, very cool. Well, hang out, crack wise. Wow, hang out, crack wise with us. As you can see, I'm, it's going to be a, a fun one. I'm already not speaking properly. Um, and mine's the one that's eight <laughs> percent. Right, I know this one's only like four. I think. Uh, so this homebrew, I thought it'd be a great theme to keep the homebrew theme going. This homebrew comes from our new friend Andrew over at Naughty Pine. He's one of the beer tenders over there. I was talking about him a couple episodes ago. He handed me a bottle of what he says an IPA. Um, fermented with a kvik yeast to kind of give it that that cloudiness and haziness. Uh, to his dismay, it came out about as clear oh. as a beer could come out. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was not what he was aiming for. He was telling me, but uh, flavor wise, I mean, it was his first. I think he said it was his first one. Look, it's not too bad at all. It uh, has a little piney and a hint of citrus up front, and it and it finishes uh, clean and dry. And uh, yeah, I'm not mad at it. So. <laughs> uh, cheers over to to Andrew and uh, can't wait to try the next one. That's awesome. Plus, you know, free beer. No one's ever met a free beer. No. I would love it if you guys came up here. We have a. It's called Tembler Brewery, and they make this one called the Blood Moon uh, uh, Under the Blood Moon Sky, mm. and it's a blood orange. It's you. I think you guys would really, really like it. But like those type of things that you guys talk about having those citrus, like you're having the mango. It smells mm-hmm. amazing. The mm. color. The color on it is gorgeous. It's just oh, like it golden. It's, it's so bright. Yeah. It literally looks like someone like juiced a mango. That's <laughs> that really is what it is. That's a thick yeah, beer. It's yeah. Oh yeah. Call that a protein, protein shake. Yeah, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
A protein shake. Yeah. <laughs> My protein shakes have banana, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ours have mango and citrus in them. All right. Very cool. So hang out crack wise. Last week on the show, we talked about Lucre's libation law. We talked about how the small city of Deadwood has this weird law where you cannot mix two alcoholic beverages together without having a permit. And we kind of joked and Brian, intern Brian was like, well, I'm going to call them and blah, blah, blah. Well, I actually emailed them. <laughs> I emailed the city. Shut up. And I shit you not, I got a response today, just like two hours before we recorded. It's not the best response, but uh, to his credit, he's going to look into it. So this is this is what I got. Says, Hello, Greg. Thank you for reaching out through the website. I'm unaware of any ordinance that addresses this within the city of Deadwood. Obviously, <sighs> the business in question would need a liquor license or a beer and wine license, but that's pretty standard protocol for any municipality. I'll do some research, and if I find anything that addresses this, I'll let you know. Thanks, Jeremy. And, you know, with his, his signature and everything. So uh, thanks to Jeremy from the city of Deadwood. That's that, so awesome. I cannot believe he reached out to you. Yeah, I can't believe he responded. That was, that was or responded. Sweet. Have you guys ever been to Deadwood? No. Mm-mm. It's awesome. Like, it's really, really oh, you've cool. Been? I, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Because, like, you're, I mean, it's legit like an old west town. It's weird. And it's small. I, I went there a couple years back. And I don't remember that. I don't remember that law either. So... Yeah, it must be either like not very well followed or not a real thing because yeah. even the people that work for the city don't know it. No, I don't remember that. But yeah, they have the whole thing is all like like old Wild West shoot 'em up and everything. It's a it's it's a fun town. Like it's it's no Vegas or anything like you're not going to Vegas or anything. But like it's it's a fun little like Western gambling town. Sure. I mean, it, there's a little uh, old Western town like that kind of on the outskirts of Sacramento. It's like old town Sacramento. It's like all these original buildings from the 1800s, little wooden walkways instead of sidewalks. And I imagine it to be pretty similar to that kind of kind of thing. So but it sounds like a fun little place that has a weird rule about mixing alcohol. <laughs> also, Chris, do you ever get any weird like I don't know if you follow your charts, like your iTunes charts for the show, but do you ever get any weird spikes in other countries? Oh, absolutely. We were like, we were the number one, what, what country was it? It was Paraguay. Oh, Paraguay, oh we God. were the number one in personal journals or like, what, what's it, what is it? Personal journal slash like life journey. I, for, I, it's even what we're under and I don't even remember, right. but yeah, Par- Paraguay <laughs> and um, we had a Russia one for a while too, you know, so, nice. <laughs> so that was fun. We've had this long standing, I mean, it's been going on, I don't know, like two, three months now, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, Finland. We are we are chopping the charts constantly in Finland. Like, we'll start to drop back and we'll be like, you know, 110 on the, I think the hobbies or leisure or something like that charts. And then all of a sudden, like the day after an episode releases, boom, number 10 or number five. We even hit number one a couple of times. And it's so funny. No one's written in to say like, that's me in Finland. I'm your one Finland guy that's keeping you on the charts. But uh, Andrew, who we mentioned earlier, gave me the homebrew, turns out his other job, he works with a dude who lives in Finland. What? So he oh reached out and he was, he was like, so give me something to, to tell the guys about Finland. So from Andrew, he says, so I was talking to my colleague and Lapland Brewery, uh, but he has in parentheses Lapine, so I don't, I don't know how it's pronounced. We all know how I am with pronunciation, uh, is the large brewery in Finland. It's kind of like Bud is to us. Uh, they mostly have loggers, but he says there's some small breweries that are starting to pop up, and he's going back to Finland at the end of this month, and said he'll try to smuggle some back for us. So I'm very Sweet. excited. Sweet. That's awesome. Yes. I got to have the beer of our people. That's great. Fins. 
you got you got to give the fans what they want. That's right. Well, I, I'm thinking like Flex and I need to to pack our bags and do like a, a world tour of well, country tour of Finland, not so much world. I'd like to uh, be smuggled in your bag. I'll go. Come on over. We always. Need, I'm always uh... here for comic relief. So. <laughs> Coley, Greg, and Flex travel Finland. It's uh, oh my god, that would be the best. Up. We could do so many Instagram lives, and oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, and then finally, uh, Chris, <laughs> have you seen the uh, the god off? So excited! Beer advent calendars at Costco. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay. You couldn't have talked to a guy that loves advent calendars more than than this guy. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> this is not. This is unironic. I love. <laughs> Advent calendars, so so much. We have four. There are four people in my house. We have five advent calendars, <laughs> and so we have we have a Lego uh, Star Wars advent calendar. I'm a big Lego fan, so I, I that that one's mine. That's not even for my kids. My <laughs> oldest daughter has a Pokemon advent calendar, so each day she gets a new Pokemon. My my youngest is obsessed with dinosaurs, so hers is like a different like dinosaur kit. Like it's like a rock that you could chisel through and get a get a, a fossil. Mm. And my wife, she has um she got actually this one was for my mom. It's a high end like makeup kit. Like each one, like like today was like this like special mouthwash oh, or something like that. You and got Coley's attention. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll Coley, I'll send I'll send oh. you a picture of it. Um Thank you. Yeah, please do. She got a few different mascaras. Um she got something, it was beach. Beach hair spray, like you you spray your hair and like it does the beachy thing. My wife has absolutely gorgeous curly hair. Yeah, because uh, I didn't know my mom was getting her one. I got her one from Aldi that has like the little truffles. Oh, oh. yum! Yeah, so like it's a different truffle each time. Anyway, I have not got the beer one. <laughs> I would probably get one, and I'd be super happy because I, gosh dang it, I really like a good advent calendar. I'm always happy with them. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, think Greg is here to tell you it's not a good advent <laughs> calendar. I'm just, I'm, I don't know, I'm going out on a limb. I'm going on a limb, but I think alert, that's, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, as a kid, I was like you. I loved advent calendars every year. Like I had a chocolate one or whatever. I loved them as a kid. And yeah. so th- I've I've heard of these beer ones from Costco and I've never heard anything good about them. Like Allie and Callie a couple years ago famously had one where it was so bad. She ended up running over a couple of beers with her car and oh hitting with a baseball bat. Like, <laughs> I, I hope she saved these somewhere on her on her gram. Uh, they were the best. Like she would just toss them to her son, who's a baseball player, and he he hit him with his bat. And there were some great stories because they were such garbage. Well, uh, Flex has had one said it was garbage. This year, my sister in law, trying to be a nice person, saw an advent calendar and saw beer and picked it up for me while she was Aww. at Costco. And and luckily she warned my wife. She's like, hey, you know, I got this for Greg. Blah blah blah. And my wife goes. My sister is going to give you this. I know you're not going to be excited, but you're going to need to be fucking excited. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, thanks, girl. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Smile. So, uh, yeah, follow along at Crafty Republic on the gram. I'm a few days behind trying to catch up, but uh, I am I am taking video of, and doing a review of each one. And so far, there's been two that are decent and a lot that are shit. So uh, follow us over at Crafty Republic. It's December 13th. Like, that means two out of 13 have been bad. So, I mean, yeah. two out of 13 are good. I mean, so yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's not been my most pleasant drinking experience to date. 
But uh, some of them have been kind of funny. So Crappy Republic, I've, I've made a whole highlight thing just called Advent Calendar if you want to see me suffer through these garbage beers. I think like the best sign of how bad they are is on the bottom of the can. It says it expires March of 2023. Oh, oh. Lord, have yeah. mercy. I was like, why are these last? And, and who knows when they were made? So I mean, at, at <laughs> least they're lasting a year and a half. Um, all right, before we get to Chew Your Beer's voicemail, this week's ludicrous libation law comes, since we're all from California, I figured it was appropriate to come from California. Apparently, it is illegal to display alcohol within five feet of a cash register if the store also sells motor fuel. What? Yeah. So like a 7-Eleven, which sells motor fuel, cannot have liquor within five feet of the register. Exactly. So if you got the 10W30, you can't have the 40% ABV. (gasps) Oh, wow. That is really interesting. Maybe it's fumes. They're worried about the (laughs) fumes mixing. I have to imagine that somehow this dates back to some weird DUI that happened or something. That's what I was going to say. Maybe someone's like, shit, my car's out of oil. Oh, let me grab some beer. Oh, I, I drank a beer. Oh, I put oil in my car. Now I'm drunk. And then there was an accident and it's right. a whole thing. Or you switch them. <gasps> uh, I feel like that's on you at that point. We don't need yeah, true. <laughs> Good job, California. Keeping shit weird when it comes to laws. Um, all right. Voicemail time. Chris, we have a listener. His name is Chew Your Beer. He leaves us the best voicemails. If anybody hasn't heard Chocotasso yet, I should find out what episode that's on so everybody can go back and listen to Chocotasso. But anyways, Chew called in to uh, call us on some things we said on the last couple of episodes. So here's that voicemail. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Orle CBR, it's your friendly neighborhood Cholo Holmes, true your beer. How you vatos doing? And Heine, how you ladies doing? Anyway, <laughs> so I was listening to this week's show, and I had to stop listening and call in, homie. So first of all, flex, Holmes. You're a flex guy. You Obviously, you lift weights. You do a lot of protein. Why won't you drink uh, eggnog, homie? That's like a great source of protein. I said, me being Latino, I don't lift, homie. The only thing I do is push, eh? Anyways, that didn't work out the way I wanted it. Anyways, homie, so check it out, eh? Uh, As for me, I love eggnog, homie. My whole family loves eggnog. Uh, I love custard, homes, or a custard as well, homes. I'm like those fancy cholos. Hell yeah. You know, I eat that that creme brulee shit too, homie. So uh, eggnog to me is is a – we've been drinking that since day one with with a little bit of brandy. Uh, You put a little bourbon. It's good, homie. Put some ice to kind of – uh, since it's real thick, it kind of thins it out. Real good, Holmes. Just don't drink a lot of it. That's it. And then you're fucking farting all. You know, you're you're farting more than you're ho ho hoing. Also, uh, uh, Greg, homie, I don't like to call out homies, you know, but I gotta call you out. I said you're talking shit about milk, but you put chocolate milk in it. But now you're looking forward to this uh, chocovesa tres leches. You know what tres leches means, homie? That means three milks. That's it. For a guy that doesn't like milk. You're, you're looking forward to condensed milk, uh, evaporated milk, and regular milk, homes. And, and being lactose intolerant, I don't fuck with that shit, eh? But, uh, you know, and then the beer has lactose in it. So now you got, that's four leches. I said, I had to call you out because you don't drink milk. But, you know, you're looking for a beer that has fucking four types of milks in it. I said, you guys talked about that. I, I got Flex about the uh, protein shakes. I got uh, Greg about the uh, not liking milk, but he wants to drink leche. And then uh, Coley. I don't. Coley's just too cool, homie. I can't throw her under the bus or back up the bus or anything. 
plus uh i think her vato's latino i'm not sure because nick (laughs) on the radio he sounds like a latino that went to college homes so (laughs) other than that uh if i find some i'm gonna go back to listen to the show homies and if i hear some more shit that i disagree expect another phone call homes other than that homes it's true you be oh shit i remembered i said check it out as a as a holiday (laughs) beer i always look forward to merry christmas happy new year by anchor steam uh i know it's a buyout beer it's big beer now it's not uh independent anymore but i don't give a fuck it's delicious every year it's different four years ago i think it was at, at its best uh i don't know what it's gonna be this year i just bought a six pack from trader joe's for the 2020 2021 rendition and my question to you is uh i bought this last week but i've been holding off now do you drink that only during december and then into uh new year's eve new year's day or do you just fucking drink it whenever me i like to wait till december and i enjoy them through the month of december homie that's about it like i said i'm gonna go back to listen to the podcast and if i hear some more shenanigans i'm gonna call you back and call you out that's it homie is this true your beer you ate the watcho peace out eh all right let's take these in order (laughs) Wow. He's honestly probably one of my favorite humans. Oh my God. And I mean, he has to be my favorite human. Yeah, he was spot on there. Uh, Yeah, Flex, get on the protein with the eggnog there. No, I'm I'm with Flex here. Eggnog's gross. I know Coley's team eggnog. What about you, Chris? Oh, eggnog is amazing. Yes. So I, I love eggnog, I love it so much. Uh, I as I've gotten healthier and older uh, simultaneously, uh, I have not been able to have as much dairy as I used to. Uh, cheese destroys me now. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I love eggnog. I used to be a Starbucks guy. I was I used to work at Starbucks mm-hmm. when I was younger, and that was one of the only things that I would drink. Was I would just drink the eggnog. I wouldn't even drink the coffee because I had too much energy already. But uh yeah, and I remember the the sickest my dad ever was was we went on a road trip and he got eggnog lattes every time we stopped at Starbucks, which was often, way more often than it should have been. And he <laughs> almost died. So like Jeez. he almost crapped himself to death. So from the amount of eggnog that he had. Oh, um God. but I love eggnog. I but the I don't put alcohol in it. I, like my, my grandpa oh, did it. Point? Like, you know, like when grandpa's like Grandpa's like, you know, like, oh, here you go. You can you can try a little bit of this. He legit, all it did was ruin my delicious eggnog. And <laughs> so oh, I've, never, I've never liked alcohol in my eggnog since. So if I'm drinking eggnog, it better be 95% alcohol and like just a twist of eggnog. Honestly, but I'm with Chris on this. So though. many like, carbs. I love so many carbs. eggnog by itself, even though, yes, it is a lot of mm-hmm. carbs. And you know what? It's Christmas time. I don't fuck around. I get full <laughs> fat. I don't get the light because just, I get it once yeah. a year. Like, why why torture myself? I love it Absolutely. plain. I do, I do like it with alcohol, but I do prefer it plain. Like, I actually really enjoy the flavor of eggnog. It's delicious. I will drink it as like a dessert after dinner in December. Oh, God, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I tried so, to figure so out a way to make my own eggnog. Um, I tried to make my own eggnog that was sugar. That I would was going to use monk fruit. Oh yeah. Um, oh. So and so uh, trying to make it, and it's even still, it still was very hard. But it is funny. There's a lot of egg in eggnog. Like I didn't really realize how much egg is in eggnog until I had to make my own. 
Yeah, so, it's kind of a weird, so, creepy, gross amount. Don't tell me. I want to keep drinking yeah. it. I've drank it my whole life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just don't think about eggs too much anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. you think about an egg too long, it gets gross. And sometimes I'll yeah. have an egg on my end of my fork and just like, oh, no, I thought nope, about nope, it. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, enough of oh, the egg talk. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying. Yeah. I do have to shout out to Chew. Um, my <laughs> husband is not a Vato. He's actually like, you know, we got his 23 and me, and he's like so European, it's disgusting. But I'll tell him the compliment. And, you know, he did uh, two years of college. He failed probably one of the two years, but he did two years. So, yeah. So he's a super gringo that went to college ish. For ish. Yeah. 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 Community. Yeah. Community um, college. As far as the milk situation, chew, I hate milk. But tres leches, I mean, condensed milk, sweetened milk, that's all just sugar. That doesn't taste like milk. I hate the taste of like straight up milk. Like I will only have milk if it's been saturated in like cinnamon toast crunch. So now it just tastes like cinnamon toast crunch with a hint of milk. I just, Fair enough. I can't do the milk. It, oh, and yes, and lactose. Yeah, so it's, it's really cuatro leches as far as the uh, the chocovesa is concerned. But uh, you don't taste lactose, just taste sweet. So once again, it's another sweet milk. So chocovesa cuatro leches is just really but sweet milks. You can tell him you did have it this weekend because Nick and I bought a six pack of it for our little friends miss. Yep, got to have one. We did a lot of drinks drinking this weekend. We did. And it was uh, it was good. I You know, I was kind of upset. I thought Stone was good. I, I get upset when all these breweries take a solid beer that they have and then they add weird shit to it like adjuncts and make it different when they have a solid beer going Mm -hmm. so i was like a little upset about it however it didn't taste much different than normal shokovesa so i was okay with it yeah uh i'll I'll have it next week on the show for our christmas episode but in short i think the biggest difference was the finish was a little sweeter than the regular chocovesa yeah um chris have you had chocovesa by stone no it sounds tasty like i it's a Mexican hot chocolate beer. Yeah, I I didn't have Mexican hot chocolate till I married my Mexican wife, and I I love it now. So it was something that I'd never had because I'm as boring white bread as anybody could be. My family was boring, and like just <laughs> like like no spice, no flavor, nothing. Met my wife, introduced me to a whole new cuisines and everything that I'd never had before, and which opened my eyes to even more different. From so many other different countries and everything, it, it's amazing. Have you guys ever had condensed milk on a um, on a snow cone? No, no. Yeah, so it's a thing here, and so you'll get a you know like you get your snow cone, and it's usually like a bigger one, and they'll have like little a little bowl that it comes in, and you just kind of pour mm-hmm. it over the top of it, just like drizzle the sweetened condensed milk over it, and it kind of freezes as you as as it touches. It's fantastic. It creates a whole new flavor, um, and it's it's really good. I would highly recommend it. Ooh. So that's might be one way that you can eat you can eat milk. Well, drink milk, whatever. Yeah. Ice cream's milk. Um, like I like ice cream. I love ice cream. Uh, I just yeah, hate I've straight to up milk. Down. Yeah, my wife and I we've been losing a ton of weight lately. The last year and dairy is not good for for weight loss. And so I cut it out. I cut it out so much that I actually can't even eat anything with it my body's not ready my body has no idea how to handle it anymore so it's a shame <laughs> yeah that hurts my little black heart over yeah, here it really does ice cream and cheese <laughs> and tres leches apparently so yeah um, seriously well, well look look for cho if you see choco Vesa when you're at a store it's it's the perfect christmas time beer it's basically a mexican hot chocolate with eight percent of alcohol I, I absolutely yeah, it's really good yeah i was thinking about like where i could pick it up at it it's pretty widely available 
Oh, I was going to say an anchor seam to touch on his last yes. part of his message. Um, we get it every year, too. Uh, we usually try to get one and drink it before the holidays. We usually have it at like our friends miss, which mm-hmm. we did this year as well. I loved this year's. I don't know about you. I, I like this year's. I think I agree with you. It's like three or four years ago. Um, it was it was a little thicker than usual and kind of mm-hmm. had that like remind me of like um like a mammoth double nut brown almost had that like real brown ale thicker. I was really into that. Like it's never a bad one, but I was really into that one a, f- a few years ago. Um, I I can't remember if it's the same year that we interviewed. We interviewed um Scott Ungerman, the former head brewer banker. That was very cool. Yeah, a couple years. It was batch one seventy three. If anybody wants to listen to it. But um, I don't remember if it was that year or the year before, but right around then was like my favorite year. It was, it was thicker. And he even told me, because I asked him about it off air, and he's like, oh, yeah, I did this, this, and this, a little bit different this year. I was like, wow, it's fucking amazing. So good job. Yeah, I really <laughs> liked this one. And sometimes if Nick and I can find more of it at Costco, we'll like take it camping with us for yeah. New Year's too, because we go camping in the desert now. We used to have parties, but now we're lame and we go away. But <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. it. I look forward to it every year. It's just—it's like what the holidays are about to me. Is that beer? It, it's a sellout, but I drink the shit out of it. And uh, to answer his question about like when I drink it, I basically start after Thanksgiving, and I'm good all the way through new, through January. As long as I'm saying Happy New Year to people, I'm drinking Happy New Year. So <laughs> yes, uh, that, that's that's my uh, time frame. Tis the season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I'll say Happy New Year through January, and then it gets a little weird. Oh, absolutely. Like, to people I haven't seen. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, we have time for just a couple of quick stories here. I wanted to make sure I mentioned because we talked a lot about Heineken 0.0 recently on the show. Uh, intern Brian was talking about how his wife, Deb, had the uh, FabFit Fun Box, and my wife, and of course, Coley, all got this garbage 0.0 from Heineken in their FabFit Fun Box. I wanted to add real quick, sorry to interrupt, mine yeah. is still in the back of my fridge as well. So is my wife's. And I'm like, yeah. can we just dump it already? She's like, well, I thought it'd be funny. I'm like, N- nothing funny about 0.0. It's, yeah, it's garbage. Shannon but and I should just chug it and you should film it. I'm That or we should do some bet where it's like the husbands <laughs> versus the wives and whoever yeah. loses. Oh, that's to... right. We did talk. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, I'm down. We, we got to figure it out. But Shannon will not chug, so we'll see how that goes. Um, anyways, there's a new civil lawsuit that alleges Heineken misled consumers with the non-alcoholic Heineken 0.0 because it actually has 0.03% alcohol in it. Boo. Boo. (laughs) People are are angry. It took them a whole keg and a half to get drunk off of that. Do you know that's how much like um, Eastern Asian I had in me and my 23andMe is (laughs) 0.03%? Did you say Eastern Asian? Yeah. All right. Weird, right? And you would not say... Just like that beer doesn't have to say that it's alcoholic. You would not say uh, yeah. that that's what you're claiming. But I think that little yeah, bit for your is the reason for, I yeah. get like, it's the reason I get a little blotchy when I drink a higher ABV beers. <laughs> I blame that 0.03%. Yep, 0.03. <laughs> it's got to be that. Um, and then I'll, I'll also mention real quickly that uh, speaking of Stone and Chocovesa, Stone is now shipping to Ohio. I just saw the story. I thought it'd be cool to mention. So if you guys are in Ohio, the direct shipping now. I swear they didn't pay me to say this, but uh, get on that Chocovesa order pronto because Christmas is coming up. <laughs> and uh, I wish I wish Flex was here for this one. He's not. But a Green Bay man was sentenced to five years in prison for his 18th drunk driving violation. Go pack, go baby. <laughs> he should. Oh my god, he he should just be flagged like cannot own vehicle, does not have driver's license, like ankle bracelet year round. Right. Somehow Why? he still looks less homeless than Aaron Rodgers does this year. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. When we went to Green Bay a few years back uh, to see a game, 
incredible town. Loved it. Everything about it was amazing. The Lambo is just as gorgeous as anyone thinks it is. It's amazing. Uh, we have never seen people drink the way that we saw people drink in Green Bay. It was unbelievable. The um, like we couldn't even begin to start. Like it's it's breakfast beer, guys. Like breakfast beer, uh, beer with your coffee. Like everything is just. And then like then they move on to the hard liquor. Like it, they are drinking twenty four seven. It is insane. So it's someone that doesn't even shock me. But what shocks me is that he got <laughs> actually got DUIs because people just drive drunk. It's insane. Oh, yeah. People are just like, oh, I've only had I've only had three beers. Um, when oh, in the last five minutes, I had three beers in the last five minutes. I should be fine, right? And yeah. so then, like, <laughs> the fact that he got a DUI blows my mind because everyone just kind of is drunk a lot. Yeah. Well, so it seems that he's had about eighteen of them. <laughs> Yeah, which yeah. which means he's probably driven drunk a good seventeen hundred times. So he's just gotten caught eighteen uh, yep. of those seventeen hundred. Yeah. Anywho, before we get out of here, Chris, one more time, tell the people how to find you and how to find the show. Yeah, so I like to like things podcast. We do a main episode one week, uh, and then we do a response edition. That's us doing our homework. Uh, so um, those come out every Monday. Um, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at like two. That's the number two. Like two like things. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for hanging yeah, out thanks. and sharing your homebrew with us. I thought it was a perfect little introduction to you. So uh, appreciate you hanging out and drinking with us. Coley, as always, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's always a good time with you guys. You're my homies. <laughs> thanks Thanks for the last minute flex fill-in. Uh, no problem. What else am I going <laughs> to do? Go have dinner with my mom? Come yeah, on. Yeah, well, instead of giving you the, an excuse to drink first and then go have dinner with your mom. Y- very true also which hey thanks i call that a win-win always yes uh a big shout out and hello to vanessa hi vanessa hi vanessa and uh, i'll tell the fine people out there find us at craft beer republic (laughs) and craftbeerrepublic.com 805-53-BEER-2337 is the number coley is on the boozley go listen to the one a couple episodes ago where she was uh, the captain of the ship by far the best episode they have and uh, mail at craftbeerrepublic.com. I think that's everything. We'll be next. We'll be next. We'll be back next week with our Christmas episode and the dropping of the Yule log. Hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.